de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hi, hello, bienvenidos. Welcome to De Colores Radio. This is episode 64. Woke up quick at about noon. When Just I thought 64. that I had to be in Compton soon. Thank you, Beatles reference. What? I was like in seventh grade when I was obsessed. Okay, I'm sorry. What am I saying right now? How is everyone doing? I, oh, hi, Rafa. How are you doing? Sorry, I thought you were asking how we were doing. I, I didn't know that you were like asking but not wanting an answer um i feel really attacked but also um your oj was really strong so maybe that's it what do you what do you mean i don't i don't know apparently you hear that (laughs) apparently simply orange sells vodka induced um juice now anyways um, induced is that not the word infused i think is what you're going for yeah wow it really took one sip you're correct um i miss doing this uh thank you all so much for listening i'm your host eva arreguin and with me is rafael retweet retweet tamayo how are you i'm doing well that's good how are you doing eva oh my god did a man just ask me how i'm doing um, I'm fine. I'm riding the wave. That's kind of where I am right now. Not anything else. I'm riding the wave. That's what I said. Okay. Um, Rafa, Dallas's premier actor. I want to know what's really <laughs> going on. I hate you. <laughs> I haven't talked to you in decades. What's your internal temperature? <clears throat> I want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy, into how we are feeling right now. Into the reality of our existence. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time for Meme Mood. What do you have, pal? So I don't know if I showed this to y'all or not, um, but it's my fave. Okay. And Tell us hit. what's going on. So there's a shark puppet. You did show us that. What did it say? And he made a bad joke, and you replayed Who? it last. What was the joke? Who? Who? Yeah, wrong. So I'm going on the shark theme still, oh, but that's you just a different really like one. Sharks. Okay, yes. go ahead. Sorry, bud. Hold on, let me make sure that the video. Wow. <gasps> it sounds like you. Listen. So, this is... That felt, that felt really Caucasian. It is. Okay. Mingo Zingo is laughing. Shut up, when, If I get her to laugh... Then... She just fixed her fashion over pants. She ain't laughing no more. So, this was my meme mood because... Oh, she just undid the zip. One... It's going to be a long night. <laughs> Megan is in our Women of Color comedy show. You guys met her a few episodes ago. And she's... Doing a set right now, apparently. (laughs) Sis got a message from her aunt. Anyways. Yo, I didn't know you were going to put that out. Nah, shout out to Megan, though. Um, Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We might need to give Megan a mic. Go ahead, Rafa. Um, This was my me mood because, one, I do not feel that way. Mm -hmm. And, two, what got me is... I'm like, bro, are you even wearing shorts? Oh my, the thighs. <laughs> that little uh, country doodle. The yodeling kid? Basic. That clap, clap. But. The thigh clap. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pat said the thigh clap. Que cochina. Get um, that thigh clap, Pat. Go ahead, sis. <laughs> Thigh clap, Pat. Thigh clap, thigh clap Pat. No. You gotta do your, you gotta do your thighs like Meg the Stallion does. I can't. Thigh clap, I can't. Pat. Somebody teach me. Oh, shit, me too. Uh, <laughs> oh, open call. Open call. Meg to the get Stallion that thigh clap, Pat. Thigh clapping. Meg, come teach us. Please come teach us how to thigh clap. At the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. Um. So my me mood is this video that I've seen multiple times, and I just think it's fucking hysterical. It is of two um, white um, men wearing Tupac t-shirts 
and one of them is just getting his life dancing and the other's ah, wow the other is rapping oh yeah oh, I saw that. and it's so funny it is the strangest video he's body rolling you don't really know what's going on <laughs> it looks like a skit it's not maybe real it's supposedly real and it's like someone that was just supporting their cousin or some shit but I love it. I think it's hilarious. And it says, the caption says, me supporting my man's dreams. Um, definitely a visual you must see. I'm not giving it enough credit, but that is my me mood. It is legendary. And we're going to keep it moving. So last episode, we actually brought in Carlo Ramos, uh, Mr. Dallas Photographer King himself, um, which that episode was quite the journey because he is very, he, he seems fairly introverted. Like anytime you meet him, you'll just basically get a hello. Um, and then he just goes about his business. And yeah. so it was really um, wonderful to hear his story and more of his background because um, he's quite the brilliant human being. Anyway, shout out to Carlo for being on De Colores. That was really uh, fun and exciting to learn more about his story. Um, so we hope you all enjoyed that. Um, however, the madness unfortunately never stops. Um, or It will stop. I'm a manifest world peace, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but sorry, it's just like... It's crazy the timeline of like when we started this show and like it the really... It's like every episode, it's a new terrible thing happening. I, sometimes I wonder... What would Decolores sound like during like harmonious, peaceful, and like almost utopian times? I think we'd still be great. We would be a lot less negative. Right, but what would that sound like? It would be beautiful and hilarious. Okay. Um, I don't know. You just stressed me out, so thank you for that. Did I? Sorry. A little bit. It's not like I'm we're just like it's really... not like we're built on we're not built on the trauma. That's not, but kind no, of we are a little I'm bit. I'm just like exploring my imagination right now. Did you so. take shrooms? No. What okay. is? Are you okay, Megan? Mingo Zingo. The Mingo Zingo is uh, in the building with us. We also have Christian Hernandez here with us that y'all <clears throat> met a couple times. And of course, Pat, who is wearing like a sexy shirt today. I'm kind of into it. Go ahead, thigh clap, Pat. Hey, oh TCP. <laughs> um... So, lucky I still don't have one. Um, easy, however, he's the first one you got, you and that's those. all I've ever gotten because I thought of that one for you. Well, thanks, Pat. I'd never heard of him before. You don't know who easy Just kidding. <laughs> that's not a taken name already. Um, however, there's a lot to cover, and really, I wanted to um, kind of keep it more on the lighthearted end. This week, because there is so much going on and everything is so damn overwhelming. Um, so I really, um, there was a lot to cover because we kind of skipped a week. We had a lot of scheduling issues, but we're here now. We're only getting bigger and better. And that means it's time for the juice. Y'all ready? Yes. Thank you. So this is the juice where we cover the latest gossip on pop culture, politics, news, etc. Cool. Sorry, I had to burp. Um, so uh, one Dallas state rep. Thank you, Rafa, for giving us visuals. Um, Victoria Nyave decided to come out backing Joe Biden. Sis. I didn't know that we wanted the state reps input yet. I didn't ask who asked her. I don't know, but, but Joe Biden of all those people, the man who equated white children to, to intelligence and black and brown kids to idiots. That's who you're going to back Victoria. Really? How much did they pay you to say that? Because of all the people, out of all 85 people running for president, you just, you had to choose Theo Joe or whatever the fuck she called him. No, absolutely not. We didn't need that. Joe is the most idiotic looking one up there. You gave him a card that he did not deserve. At all. What? Theo Joe? That's yeah. what she called him. Did she for not? Real? It's not a card. I didn't give him that fucking card. No, I didn't mean you. I mean, I'm talking. But like, Victoria, <laughs> you're trying to make him seem Victoria. like. Victoria. Sorry. She says it like that. No, that's what I'm saying now, because you don't just hand out a card for for Joe. 
Well, anyways, I just thought it was silly. I really think um, in times like this where we barely have Latinx representation and people um, with power (coughs) that stand for us, for you to take a stand for someone like Joe is pathetic. Um, I'm not saying that you are pathetic, but I think that's pathetic. So, I mean, adjust yourself accordingly. Why did Pat just show us a meme of an onion, the scallion? I'm just trying to do a podcast, guys. Anyways, I thought it was kind of silly. Rafa, I don't know if you'd heard this story. I know Victoria has been in the headlines for other reasons, and I'm not trying to shame her past. I know you all make mistakes. And a lot of politics is very much tied to a lot of um, drugs and alcohol. Um, However, I just don't see why this was called for, and it was kind of annoying because then it makes us look like that. And then I actually read that a lot of Latinos are supporting are in favor of Joe Biden. Like, that's who they're into right now. And I'm like, why did you have to add that to the mix? We can't imagine, we can't vote for someone like that looks like us, for one, that actually has solid policy or even a, something more radical that can actually benefit us as a people. Like, we're such a confused people. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. When I saw the news, I was like, she's just crashing into something. Wow. This whole thing's a wreck. You what? are a cold hearted. No, son of I'm a just gun. saying she's you could tell she's under the influence of Washington right now. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I don't what? Um, anyways, y'all can look up her name on Google if you want to know what he's referencing. I'm not what? gonna I'm bring just, it up. Um I kinda we already kinda did. Way. I just think it's silly because I really think in these days and ages you got to be very wise with what you're saying. And if you're actually for the advancement of our people, think beyond what you think is the best level for us and really create that world, not the world you've already seen before, which Joe Biden has tons of policies against our people. So for you to back that is dumb. Um, which um, further takes us to our, our news cycles a little bit all over the place. I guess before I jump into the more fun, lighthearted stuff, I want to quickly just recap and Christian, if you want to come to the mic, you're more than welcome to, um, with our city, our budget on September 19th at 9 AM at Dallas city hall. Uh, we want people in support of the anti-poverty budget. We kind of talked about last episode to be there. If you want to, if you want to share your voice, Um, also be present a lot of the backing for the dallas city budget is in favor of um safety but what safety looks like in dallas to people that run dallas is basically more cops um if you followed this show at all you've seen time and time and time again that that is not what actual safety looks like that's not what community is about and if 60 percent of what you want your budget your taxpayer budget to go to is to be invested in that the 18th. I lied to you guys. I said the 19th because I'm tired. Um, but it is Wednesday the 18th um, at 9 a.m. there at Dallas City Hall. I know it's a weird, uncomfortable space. And I've been in there a few times now. And I think I even shared that it feels like a space not made for us because it is. Um, so it's a very uncomfortable space. But it's also empowering um, important for and important for us to be there because um, this this budget's supposed to be for us. And if we're not there to make our presence known and to show that we want to be cared for, um, then unfortunately they just keep running all over us however they want to. So we can't let that happen. So I just want to quickly remind you all of that. Hopefully we'll see you at City Hall on Wednesday the 18th at 9 a.m. They kind of run a little bit long. So again, it is a privilege to even be able to miss work and go to these kinds of things and or do work that allows you to do so. Um, but we keep talking about all these systems in place and, and, and fighting and getting our power back. And this is the opportunity to do so. Um, so I want to remind you all of that. Now we can jump to the much lighter news. Um, this story is a little bit old. Rafa, um, I know we talked a little bit about this new Selena TV show. Did you see who was casted? I did. Yes. What do you think? So as a past Selena <clears throat> cast member, tell us how you feel. Can I just tell you how I feel? No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. No. Yes, you can. You can. You can. Um, so I'm a huge fan of Christian Serratos. Are you? Or, but it's like one of those, I'm ashamed to be, okay. to like her. I didn't even know who she was. I know her from The Walking Dead. She's a terrible fucking actress. Yikes. That's good. <laughs> well. But it, Walking Dead's like one of those shows that's become like, oh, it's interesting, even though I know it's terrible. Right. Um, and she definitely falls in line with that. 
Um, I don't mean to drag her so bad. No, I I'm don't even like, think it's a drag. I think we're allowed to say if something's good or bad. I just don't think she's that talented. Right. Um, so I feel like that just tells me what the series is probably going to be like. Right. I think I get irritated because she's a white passing woman to me. <laughs> she, she's a white woman. I mean, I get it. There's nothing wrong with white passing people. And scene. Thank you, Rafa. That was so funny. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, there's an applause from Megan and Christian. Pat, stop. You can stop applauding. Thanks. Uh, nobody's clapping. Um, no, but really, I was just like, I think I get irritated because I remember when I was younger and JLo was Selena, I was still sad because I knew she wasn't Mexican. And then whenever I grew up and did a little more research, I heard there was backlash on her not being Mexican. Did you say uh, blacklash? Black power. Um, so now when it's happening again and it's a TV show that I don't know if anybody really asked for, if people are just trying to cash out on, but, um, and a oop, uh, the fact that she's Mexican and Italian, I'm like, really? Y'all can't just find a regular fucking Mexican I mean, beach to, to play be, Selena? To be fair, rumor is that Selena did like pizza. So maybe so she is Italian. You're right. My bad. She loved pizza, y'all. A medium one. She could eat it by herself. Um. Anyways, I really I, it just didn't move me. I'm not sold on this. I I know I'm the Selena fan of Twitter, but I am not the Selena fan of this new little TV show. Um. And obviously, maybe it'll be brilliant and I can bite my tongue later. However, I don't know. It just really bums me out because I would really love to see it like really bitty bitty bum bums you out true that was cute but i'd love to see like if we're doing a biopic or something on a mexican tejana girl i would love to see a mexican tejana <coughs> girl play this damn role like why is it so hard y'all really gotta settle for miss walking dead she's from italy she's from italy texas like on the way to oh, san antonio you pass speaking you of more italy. white spanish-speaking people i don't even know if this girl speaks spanish actually spanish. i mean the oh. other one we just talked about but this next one, I call her Rosalia. Rosalia. Um, Rosalia. Um, thank you, Pat. She's my who you got. You know, she makes some bops. That's that's factual. However, I think and funny enough, we had the Latinx La Diaspora conversation today, which turned out beautifully, and we'll get into more detail later. But because we're not having these conversations, we and I say it over and over again, this could be just my theory, but it makes sense to me is that like we're not discussing what Latinidad actually is, what it consists of, what Spanish speaking people are and what these boxes are that we're kind of placed into. So then you end up with Rosalia winning the best Latin music or best Latin song or whatever fucking award it was with J Balvin and J Balvin and Bad Bunny and all their crew rep Latino gang, gang, gang. And I'm like, okay, so by association, that makes this Spaniard person Latino. And she's actually said that she's Latin. And she has said it? Yeah. Richard See, and I don't Beverly, know Richard and about Beverly her, talked but... about it on Song Mess and they went really... They went off. It's on just it. she said she speaks Latin. Y'all heard what, her Latin wrong. Girl? <laughs> I just I don't know. I think it's a, we have so many different things to unpack here, and I actually <clears throat> am grateful to people like Melania, who we had on the panel as well, who are constantly calling out these reggaetoneros that are whitewashing it, right? Because they are all kind of white passing people, and this is originally a Afro yeah genre. I mean, if you ain't a general, don't Reggae. say shit to me. But and that's the thing, though, that I'm like, we are constantly whitewashing everything and reclaiming it as our own and then not giving credit where it's due and or, you know, uplifting people like Rosalia and not, you know what I mean? Like, it's just this there isn't tired an MTV UK. I don't know. Well, let's see, like even I think it was when I was listening to Song <laughs> Mess, but they said that a lot of the terminology within like the music industry is that they're trying to take away the blackness of reggaeton by calling it Latin trap now because mm. they want to erase the reggae blackness of it, which I was like, which I know when we went to um, LAMC, I mean, that was my, I was very confused and frustrated because I was like, how are we all here? And there's no Afro Latino yeah. artists here. Nope. Like this doesn't make sense when everything we're and celebrating about there. Latinidad and there was mad Spaniards there and, and they're getting all the attention and they have all the backing and all the press. And it's like, no, this is just constant erasure of blackness 
And the fact that we can't even distinguish that someone who is Spanish from Spain, and I think even Fabi from Latinos Who Lunch called it when they first her music first got popping. He was like, okay, what's going to happen when they start calling her Latina? And sure enough, it fucking happened. And it's like, we have to be able to distinguish the two. We have to be able to have the knowledge to have these conversations and say, no, this is not that. You can still you know, maybe be a part of the culture to some degree, but also know your place and your privilege within our society in America. We've seen this before. And we'll probably see it many a times again. Yes. But then you don't hear from people like Amara or all these different people who could be getting shine in different ways. Nitty Scott. Nitty Scott. and But there's just so many layers because oh, we're all so problematic and we all have our own traumas we're carrying. So... It's just a exhausting cycle, and I really hope to continue these conversations so that we can really advance in a way. With that said, <laughs> sports. Um, My least favorite Capricorn. Damn. LeBron James. LeBron James. And birthday share because he's still my birthday. Rafa, do you want to take this story? We have the same birthday. Sure. Yay. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James wants to trademark the phrase Taco Tuesday because he has this tradition on Tuesdays. It was like a family gathering. Yeah. But he does this these videos and has Taco Tuesdays mm-hmm. in this annoying ass voice. I've seen some of these videos. Yeah, they are annoying. It's like, bruh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it is. Like, um, literally, there has been ESPN stories yeah. on him not choosing teammates to be on the video. Yeah, I'm like, calm the yes. fuck down. I'm not even kidding you. I was reading about Calm the it. fuck down and just quietly watch your sons play basketball. So the problem is that not only is he doing that, you can eat our fucking food, sure, Jan, whatever. But now he's taking it a step further. Right, that's what I was going to say. And he's trying to trademark it. The problem is it's already trademarked. And a ooh. By a company in Wyoming. What the fuck? Interesting. So it's not going to work. And a spokesman for... LeBron said, literally, it has nothing to do with stopping other people from using the term or the phrase. And so they're just trying to profit off of it? I'm like, so what? Why the fuck are you trying right. to trademark it? And then it becomes a question of it's already trademarked. Why the fuck are y'all trademarking something like Taco Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, we could go down a rabbit hole. It's the same problem I have with people trademarking the Happy Birthday song. Now I have to know what the fuck. You can't sing like in. That's why in every movie or whatever, you you never hear them sing Happy Birthday or they make their own Happy mm-hmm. Birthday song, because if they do use Happy Birthday, it's been copywritten and they have to pay like a and large amount of money. Yeah. And who, so who very rarely, um, let's find Who's out. Who's the let's... Happy Birthday family? I'm a Marianne bitch. They'll get you Just the AirPods. <laughs> okay, I've been attacked again. Hello. Oh, snap. Warner Music pays $14 million to end the happy birthday copyright lawsuit. Yay, we're free. Just a lawsuit, not the trademark. Happy birthday. <laughs> is this what? Liberation. Yeah, this is liberation. Liberation. I am so sorry. I am tired. It's 1114 and I've been out all day. Anyways, wow. I think there's a lot of layers to this because I really could spin it around the other way and say I think it was uh, what's the name of that rapper that people like? Brand she um copyrighted woke and then when she was called out on it, like she took she got really defensive and so that's the thing where I'm like okay, I mean I could spin it around and say it goes both ways right that like Latinos take a lot of blackness and run with it like it's their own, um and you know this is kind of funny because LeBron's like Taco Tuesday this is mine and I'm like bro really, that's a thing everywhere like huh, um with. That said, I don't know if there's any updates on this, and I add, asked Rafa to include it on our um, bit. But speaking of white rapper, I mean uh, Latino rappers, you said six nine was going. I took it out because all of that had been postponed. Oh, I told you that yesterday. You didn't tell me it was postponed. I did. I said okay. I took it out well, I guess we'll see his fate later. Um, in other people with colorful hair news, uh, Dennis Rodman. That was a great transition. Y'all can give me coins later because thank you. <laughs> um, Pat, do you want to talk about this story a little what bit? What up, Oak Cliff? Oh, cool. Okay, so uh, Dennis Rodman, Dallas legend, 
or at least to me. I, li- I mean, I, li- I don't I think like- people consider him a Dallas legend, but they could. He is a Dallas legend. I'm when not you saying talk he's about not, NBA, but I don't feel like people I still say remember that s- enough. I remember people do. Yeah, no, they don't say it they enough. They don't say it enough. No, but Oak Cliff legend specifically. Yeah, I remember. South Oak Cliff, what up? <laughs> I remember um, dad always like saying a lot of stuff about <clears throat> him being really open about his sexuality, which yeah, to I my dad, my dad too. never said that, but it was always like, Look at him with his rainbow hair. Yeah. Why is he doing this in the NBA? And that. I was just like, icon. Like, look at this dude. He don't give a fuck. He's out here playing basketball. And that was me watching the Bulls, loving it. So he's out here doing promotions for his new 30 for 30 um, ESPN doc. And he brought up the importance of NBA players and athletes in general. Um, well, being open about their queerness, being open about their bisexuality. Um, he goes, I just think that percentage wise in sports, I think there's a lot. He said, there's probably more bisexual gay men in sports. Sorry to expose everybody. I wish all of them would come out. It's acceptable today. Just come out, man. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Um, this is also with the recent news of the, of Ryan Russell, who also came out as bisexual in the NFL. So I was like, okay, y'all, all all the little bi's are out. What's up? Um, (laughs) all the little bi's are out. (laughs) What in the fuck? (laughs) So, yeah, um, he's promoting. I thought it was really cool that he's doing that because, like I said, growing up, I did watch him and I admired his work ethic in there, even though he was a little bit of a mess sometimes with Madonna and all that I mean, other he's stuff. I mean, he was a mess a couple years ago, In Korea. But I think yeah. this specific topic, I think, is really cool. And, um, you know, to hat off to you because there are a lot more queer people in sports in general. And um, I think... As we know, representation matters and seeing people, mm-hmm. um, you know, value themselves makes you want to value yourself and your true whole self. So shout out to you, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> um, Dallas legend. Da- South Oak Cliff, Dallas legend. O-A-K-C-L-I-F-F. F. I hope somebody asked me that in the spelling bee one day. Um, Another request from our lovely listeners was to discuss the Flaming Hot Cheeto movie. And we discussed this when she, the news first oh, broke. I thought you were calling Eva Longoria a flaming hot Cheeto. I mean, she's probably been called that somewhere. Um, she, Eva Longoria, Eva Longoria, because that's how she says it. She's going to direct it? Is set to direct the biopic we talked about, which is about the janitor who first invented hot Cheetos. So we're really looking forward to this. I, shout out to whoever, I don't remember who it was, that tweeted... Um, the Hot Cheeto movie is going to be the Mexican Black Panther, and I couldn't agree more. I'm actually really <laughs> looking forward to it, and I cannot wait to watch this in theaters. I'm not I really wish, against her directing it. I don't really I, see it so as a problem. So my thing is I wish that, like, meh kind of acting translates to superb directing. Same, girl, because so. Desperate Housewives kind of slapped, though. Um, what is Chester the cheetah's ethnicity? Chester's um Latinx for sure. For sure. Yeah, I, okay. he has orangish skin, so Correct. Thank you Megan for um um bringing up the real questions. I just want to have a real conversation around this. Yeah, I agree. We should open up the dialogue. What is Chester? Yeah. Hashtag wow. what is Chester? We are all Chester. No. Ooh, wow, no? this is too much. Ch- this is Chester. a lot to unpack. Chester. 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 Cheto Chester. Cheto Chester. Um. Anyways, I don't really have a problem with it. I, I, I mean, with a story like this, it's going to be a little bit corny no matter what, in my opinion. It's kind of cheesy. It's kind of... It's fine. Um, but really... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I saw myself. I felt it. Y'all don't eat the ranch hot Cheetos or nasty. I thought they were kind of uh, good. Uh, the Chipotle. That's because you don't like spice. Oh, are you shaming me? I no, almost picked them I'm up. Saying, I tried them I yesterday. I thought they were kind of good. The Chipotle the ranch, ranch. No, I, it was just. I don't know. It was just Chipotle ranch hot Cheetos. I, don't know. I never had a bad Cheetos. And I saw it, and I didn't <laughs> like it. I, it was almost sweet to me. Oh, you're. That's a little bit far. A sweet Cheeto. Oh, remember when our nephews, they were like, Mom, if this is a hot Cheeto, can we have cold Cheetos? It was so Uh, cute. Shout out. I love them. Oh, they did have those cinnamon twist ones. Those are called churros. All right. Well, Eva Longoria, if you want to hire me on, come on, girl. We got the same name, sis. Um, I will. Hey, Eva. (laughs) Sure, Jan. Yeah, whatever you want to call me, Cheeto girl. Hi, I'm here to to talk with Eva Aragin. Hi. Hi, it's me. (laughs) Hi. Um, Megan, don't look at me like that. Um, 
I, I don't really have a lot of feelings about this. I really, like I said, it's going to be kind of a cheesy film in general. So <laughs> I think it'll be fine directed by a woman. And why not just let her do her thing? She's been in the business long enough to know what the hell to do. So can it really be so bad? Um, With that said, Rafa, it's time for you to talk about sports again. <laughs> what is OCOB? We already covered that. Our city, our budget. Oh, Next. sorry. Wow. Um, talk to us about the Dallas Cowboys. That was like Odell Beckham or something. That's my boy. Um, he's doing amazing over at Cleveland. He's amazing everywhere. He's doing terrible That's over. Fine. He's at still amazing. Cleveland. I can he still did support. wear like I'm a, literally like my me mood. I support my man. He okay? played in like a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar watch. So props to OBJ Junior. Same. Or, I also play in a three dollar um, and fifty cent watch. The Dallas Cowboys started their season against the New York Giants. They fucking slaughtered them jesus yes so the hetero really jumped out just kidding breaking news the cowboys are going to the super bowl this what? year finally it's yeah. funny on monday i saw all happening. the flags on the cars so again this is our year now yeah this is actually our year now in so. true cowboys fan fashion yeah that's uh, they if no, you but, know you know girl. yeah but this is the like we've this is the year that we've all been waiting for um they say it every year. It's fine. No, but this is it's the year. It's part of our trauma. We just roll like, with it. This is the year that it's happening. Like Jerry Jones signed a contract. Jerry said. be looking yeah. scary, y'all. Jerry <laughs> Space. Scary Jones. Scary Jones. He like you know when you stare at something long enough and you're like shit, I can't look anymore. Yeah. That's how I felt. He's your Pennywise. I did like seeing Dirk in the stands. That's probably my oh, favorite yeah. part. Oh. Dallas legend. That's real. a real Dallas legend. That's a real Dallas legend. Um, um. Any other feelings about the Dallas Cowboys? No, that opening game was really dope. Hopefully, it's indicative of how the season plays out. Dak broke some records, went all across the board with receivers. It was like the score was like something crazy, like thirty-five to. I thought you said the squirrel, and I got excited. The squirrel, the squirrel. There was a squirrel on the field, which is kind Stop, of funny. That would be um, so cute. Yeah, it would, but there wasn't. I, know. I was kidding. Damn. Uh, yeah, they look good. Um. Zeke looking like they trying to protect him and that $90 million they're about to spend on him. So uh, he played it a little safe, or I think the Cowboys played it a little safe. Uh, I think the real story behind the Cowboys is Kellen Moore, which was one of their backup quarterbacks, Boise State legend. Mm -hmm. Um, We're using that word quite a bit today. We are. um, (laughs) I think we found the name of the episode. But he's he's calling plays. He's the offensive coordinator. So he kind of moved up in the ranks and... If you see him, he looks like a young kid. He looks like a child, but people weren't expecting him to call the plays like they did. And if you saw any of how he played over at Boise State, then you kind of recognize some of the game style that we went with this time around. But it was really dope because obviously it paid off. So hopefully uh, hopefully he's able to further develop his professional career. But uh, yeah, we'll see you all at the Super Bowl. Woo, woo. Get your tickets now, y'all. Um, and in final news, the thing that Rafa loves the most about Dallas, maybe, I don't really know that, um, the Mm -hmm. state fair of Texas is about to be back, y'all. So I got $30. For a chicken tender. (laughs) Um, and also it is almost the start of Latinx Heritage Month, so... Um, yeah, shout out to those things, I guess. Um, we'll let you know what the state fair is like, it's, um quite expensive Y'all can every come year visit me on the way i'm not leaving my house damn she's mad because there's that parking come on moped only you what's up <laughs> all right so those are some exciting things coming up that covers the juice for us today and now we can jump into self-care corner. all right so i didn't write anything down so i guess i'll just follow my spirit Woo-hoo. Um, all right. So self-care for this week. Um, wow. I actually don't have anything prepared. And lately I, like I said earlier this episode, I've been trying to ride the wave, um, because my anxiety has been really high and then fine and then high and then fine. And it's been very like a lot. And so, um, thankfully a lot of people around me have kind of been motivating me and keeping me grounded um, because I have had some frustrating situations, which I'll talk about here in a little bit. And so I really um, guess I'll use what my friend 
uh, Christian kind of reminded me that I apparently gave her this advice and I don't even realize what I'd be saying sometimes, um, which is really to just allow yourself to be human um, because most of us, I think, are suffering and or are like um, enduring something that maybe we don't want to talk about or that feels really heavy on us. And I think we have to allow ourselves to have some grace with ourselves, not be so hard on ourselves because we cannot do it all. And we don't have to carry all the weight of the world and all the pressures that we're feeling within our life on our backs every day. Um, so I just want to utilize this self-care corner to remind you that you are enough and you are doing um, the best you can. So give yourself credit for that to give yourself space to breathe and don't be afraid to just lean into what feels um, a little bit fun right now because lately what the hell did I say don't be scared to lean into what is a little bit fun all right that sounds dangerous um, however yeah just give yourself a little grace give yourself a little love and hopefully um, we can find a common middle ground here soon because everything is a lot right now and has yet to stop but um, yeah, so we're going to jump into our upcoming The Colores events and kind of recapping some other ones. Um, Rafa, do you have any personal updates on things you're doing that you want to share? You don't have to. I'm just asking. Are you calling me out for some or like is there for the show? If you want to share. Oh, yeah. So I'm working with Art Stillery mm-hmm. um, and we're working on a show called The Generations of Adam. And it's an immersive theater experience, so it's not like any play that you'd go see at a traditional theater. Um, as soon as you walk in, you're in in the play. You're in the set. Oh, you're shit. on the set. Um, there's no backstage. The actors are literally always performing throughout the duration of the show. Good God. Um, and there's multiple actions happening. And obviously, obviously it's done in a way to tell a story, but... Um, this particular show deals with uh, the cycles of trauma and how it, you know, gets passed on through generations. Um, and the craziest part is that it's uh, so it's really heavy material, but all of the narratives are true stories. So um, we spoke to people, people shared their stories with us, and there's several different narratives that are woven in to this show called Generations of Adam. So everything that you see either happened or is happening to someone. Um, so it's really, really heavy stuff. Yeah, it sounds a um, lot, like a lot. We had like a, a, a reading with um, some licensed therapists uh, to kind of get some feedback. So there's a little bit of a warning um, in terms of coming to see the show. If, if certain things trigger you, then, you know, we asked you to, to take that uh, consideration um, into account. But um, the hope is that we will have resources available for anyone that is having trouble with the show. Um, we don't want anyone to feel, you know, anything negative or, or scared or anxious or, you know, too um, late. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So all these things, um, the idea is that by sharing these narratives, we kind of get a little bit of clarity in terms of understanding how all of this works and that we can empower people that are either victims or have seen this happen or can be a help to others um, through the arts. So it's really crazy. I can tell you right now, the cast is amazing, but it's been a long process of really trying to make sure that we respect the people who share their narratives and at the same time tell an empowering story um, so that we can really arm uh, our community with uh, the tools that they need and, uh, you know, the, the strength that they deserve in trying to confront these kinds of issues. So um, make sure you find, follow Art Stillery, A-R-T-S-T-I-L-L-E-R-Y, um, Facebook, Instagram, uh, it opens the first weekend of October. Uh, the show will be at 723 Fort Worth Avenue over by Sylvan 30 in West Dallas. And you'll probably see more information from the Decolotis crew um, just because I'm going to force them to help us promote. But, yeah, we hope to see you out there and uh, show some love to some local theater. She probably hates Ilknor. One of the co-founders probably hates that I'm saying theater. 
because it really is more of an immersive experience and the hope is that we move away from like traditional play hey i'm gonna go see a play hey this is theater Mm. and it's more of an experience i'm into it thank you for that update um dallas's premier actor um anything else any other life updates or anything else you're doing that you want to share or is that it uh i think that's it for life stuff that's cool um all right well thanks for sharing okay i'm gonna keep going because we need to wrap this up um so a few weeks ago Karamia theater invited us out to help moderate this panel for the play your healing is killing me i know i know it's been a long day guys it really has but it works it works your healing (laughs) is killing me um but the play was actually incredible i was very glad to see it and it actually gave me the motivation right when i needed it because i was going through a really rough week and it reminded me that in a lot of ways white supremacy is what's trying to kill us and um really has created all these side effects in us and in our bodies and so it was very motivational to remind us that we can prepare and fight and build ourselves up in order to fight white supremacy um, a lot of the themes in the show discussed um, how the medical industry was killing um, the main uh, character of the show. I recently went to two different doctor's visits in the last two days, and both of them were useless. One of them, they shamed my mental health, and the other one, they shamed my fatness. Um, so it very much, um, and I can talk about it more when we have more time, but it very much reiterated to me that i don't have to trust these systems i kind of have to go to them to get medicine prescribed to me but at this point the amount of money i'm spending to try to get help is actually just backwards and it feels almost useless because they end up making me feel like shit for other reasons and not actually helping any of the problems i had um so i'm really very frustrated with the medical industry i always have been i've never really had great experiences with them i obviously understand they're still necessary and useful in a lot of ways but i really think um i'm looking forward to um kind of leaning into more community care style um healing in general because that shit is not it um with that said we also participated in the rebirth pleasure principles conversation um that was a lot of fun there at maroche's bakery um i think a lot of us weren't really sure what to expect but it was pretty fun and i would like to see more conversations like it um just because talking about sex in general is very taboo and so it was really fun to be in that space um wow a lot has happened (laughs) sos was also a few weeks ago pat i don't know if you want to chime in on that i know you had a big influence in that even if you don't necessarily always get the credit from all ins and i'm not trying to be shady i just think you genuinely do influence a lot of what margin walker brings to dallas um and i'm giving you credit where they might not be um so i'm just saying that um because you do have fantastic taste in music and everybody knows it and so SOS was a lot of fun and we were happy to be a part of it and at least have a table. So shout out to the listeners that came up and like said hi to me Yay. and stuff in Austin. I see you. Aww. Thanks for listening. We promise. And in make- Dallas. I'm in Dallas too. We, we got a lot of love in Dallas too, but it was just kind of cool. Cause I hadn't been to Austin as representing the colores and mm-hmm. it was just really cute that like literally people were excited and i was like oh my god i'm excited to meet you and be here um las ofrendas they're really cool oh yay shout out um yeah so sos was cool rafa what'd you think it was cool um yes it was very cool yeah. yeah it was nice to see um like it was a cool vibe it's it's nice to see dallas come out like that um I know that SOS had stopped at Houston before, mm-hmm. and I know some of the Houston homies were out there holding it down, but um, everyone was really dope. Bidi uh, Bidi Banda showed a lot of love. Shout out, Stephanie. Shout out to them. Yeah, Stephanie and the, the good folks and Bidi Bidi Banda. Um, yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool to see Margin Walker put that together and then uh, get local support from different different crews. I know Peligrosa held it down in Austin. Bonbon held it down in H Town, mm-hmm. and I think Xanax Fan Club in Say Town. San Antonio. Um, no. Shout out no. P Money. <laughs> P Money. Oh, no. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like it. Yeah. No, but it was really cool. It was nice. 
Um, yeah. So then tonight, there's been nonstop things happening. Tonight we had the La Diaspora Latinidad conversation, um, which I'm very hypercritical. And if I have not slept and I'm highly anxious, which I kind of have been, um, I can't really get a read on how it went. And so um, luckily, multiple people that I didn't know. So it wasn't just people being nice to me. or Maybe they were. Um, but they were all like, this is really amazing. And the energy in the room was really beautiful. And everybody enjoyed eating together. And we had a beautiful potluck with lots of amazing food. And it was so good. And I think we should do that more often. Um, but everybody was captivated and conversation and nobody was leaving early really and it was just a full house the whole night and so it was really dope to see that and it was definitely a predominantly a younger um, crowd but it was still very motivating to see that so many people are invested in the evolution and revolution of what latinidad means and how we can keep transforming it and pushing it forward so shout out to justin favela Melania Luisa Marte and Emma Charlotte Barron from North Texas Dream Team who all helped in participating in the panel. Um, it was very great to have you all there. I think we got it live, so maybe we'll save that video if we can. If y'all want to see an old raggedy version uh, from Instagram. Yes, Pat? No, it just didn't record all the way. Okay. Just kidding. Okay, never mind. So Forget that. Questionnaire. Oh, okay. So just the questionnaire, which I think a lot of the most powerful stuff came from the questionnaire. Um, so that will be available for your viewing. Um, that was really fun. And it really makes me realize how important it is to have those conversations in those spaces. And we do a lot of things with Escolores and it, it is all of our like second full-time job, if not third. Um, so we don't get to do it enough, but I appreciate everyone coming out and showing love and, uh, we send it all back to you and hopefully we can continue these things. We will continue these things, um, moving forward. Um, this Saturday, September 14th at the Kids Springs Recreation Center in partnership with Methodist Hospital, we, Rafael and I will be hosting their health fair it is fall fit and fun. Okay, Henny. Um, so starting at 9 a.m. at Kid Springs, which is here in O-A-K-C-L-I-F-F, there will be a fair celebrating people's health. There will be testing available, um, fitness classes, food, a DJ. I believe TZ does it. And it'll be Rafa and I hosting. And so that's a lot of fun. So you all should come out. I think I'm interviewing a doctor. So I'm a little bit excited, but also nervous because I had bad problems with them this week. So I am about to go in. Um, not really, just kind of, because I think that's telling of all of our experience with doctors, right? Like we don't feel like we trust them. And even on my little Instagram poll, every I had 98% of people out of like 60 say that they did not... Um, usually have good good experiences with doctors where they felt like they were adequately helped um, which is very telling and very sad um, so I'm very excited to be a part of this health fair because it is prioritizing the community and it's all free and fun for the whole family so we will see you there at Kid Springs Recreation Center from 9 a.m. to noon please come out come say hi to us we usually have our table and our goodies with us um, but we'd love to see you and it's fun for the whole family here in Oak Cliff, Texas. So spread the word. Come on out. We'll see you there. Megan? Hey, y'all. What's happening next Wednesday, September 18th? Next Wednesday, September 18th? Yeah. At 7 p.m.? Yeah. It is our woman of comedy. Our it's hard to say. Shit. Well, can I say that? Yeah. Woman of color comedy show. One, one woman? One women's one woman show it's megan no, it's just me i'm just kidding on a mic for an that hour and a half that would be awful that would be hilarious that would be awful oh okay no she's right for everybody it would yeah she's her right. and her fashion nova pants that won't uh zip up that's just me all night it'll be an asmr of me zipping and unzipping my fashion nova performance pants art. that is performance art that's modern af mm. um so the comedy show will be starring Megan Mingo here herself, Maria Yolis, who you've met, and Shanice Condren, who you've met. Um, we are also planning on having like a little fun discussion moment kind of podcast like, as well as possibly an open mic session. So look forward to details for that. Um, 
and it should be fun. It will be a sliding scale starting at $5. So if you want to give us more, please give us more because I'd love to be able to pay these ladies a little something for their work and their um, their talent. So we're very excited to have them be a part of this and we're excited about the support surrounding this. And we really want to highlight um, Black and Latinx uh, voices and comics and just people that are not white Caucasian um, because that's the majority of what the comedy scene is in Dallas. And we've learned that very quickly. Um, but nonetheless, it should be a good time. So hopefully we'll see you here. It starts at 7 PM. The comedy should be starting no later than 7:30 PM um, here at the Oak Cliff cultural center, September 18th. Come and support. We'll see y'all there. Then finally, we still have submissions open for the Gray Space Identity Art Show. It will be open. The submissions will be open till September 26th. So make sure you submit those by September 26th at midnight. Then the um, information will follow after that. The actual art show is October 11th, which is a Friday. It starts at 6 p.m. We will see you here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center that day. Shout out to the Oak Cliff Cultural Center, our day one home base baby Rafael thank you for always allowing and working with us um, even though you're a part of us so it's kind of like a a little easy slide in um, but I don't show OC3 enough love and they've shown me nothing but love and really um, helped not just me but the colores thrive and be who we are and we couldn't have done it without you all so thank you so much um, and I guess the office of city I mean fuck damn it I'm struggling. <coughs> Office of Cultural Affairs. Um, I don't show you all enough love. Um, so I just wanted to say that because without that, we wouldn't have the colores. And so shout out to you all. Um, so submit your artwork. We want we want it. You can submit up to three. Make sure it's in theme with identity. And please put it in your subject line. Um, gray space submission. And hopefully we'll see you here at the show on October 11th. Um, all right. So I have our brown business of the week. All right, our brown business of the week is located in the gentrified part of OAKCLIFF called Bishop Arts. It is the restaurant ice cream company called Azucar, originally from Florida. I believe it is a Cuban owned restaurant. Fuck, why do I keep saying restaurant? Damn. It is. Technically, it is a Is that what they call it? Even I if it's just a dessert? It's a, re- it's a restaurant. Okay. Well, it's called Azucar, and we went there, and we had um, their, like, house specialty, which had Maria cookies in it and guava, guayaba, and it was so good. Chef's kiss. It was so good. It was so tasty. It was so fresh, and I'm not even really an ice cream bench, so, Pat, you should really go, because I think you'll really like it. It is located at 269 North Bishop Arts, I mean, North Bishop Avenue here in Dallas, Texas. Um, they are open at n- noon and then they go until nighttime. Um, thank you. Google.com. I did, I did try samples. I just didn't get that. Okay. Well, it's pretty tasty and I think y'all should check it out. Um, shout out to Azucar Ice Cream Company. Woo. Shout out to Celine. Yeah. Azucar. Um, oh my fucking God. Now it is time for. Who the fuck you got? Con de coco. Let's go. Wrap up the show. Okay, I'll just um say do it correct, sis. Don't two all that. names really quickly. Um Paloma Mami. She's Chilean. She's also one of the new Trapera trap artists. She's pretty cool. She's only nineteen. And then Loyal Loyal. Lobos, who's part of Cosmica Artist. She's really cool. I've been listening to her stuff a little slower for the people getting ready into, I guess, is it cuffing season fall? I don't know. Damn, Pat's trying to get cuffed. How she know that? I see the memes. Mm. Okay, go ahead. So yeah, Loyal Lobos is really good. I think she was opening up for girl trend clubs and some of the tour dates. I wish I could have got her. Is that all you have? I'm so worried. You usually have like three um, I haven't been able to listen to any. I've been reading a lot of books. What? Wow. What books have you, know you been reading? I do know how to read. What books And have I've been, you been getting reading? ready to study for school stuff. Come on, school stuff. Um, I goes am back reading to college. A school book. stuff. I'm trying to think of my 
my backpack is. Is this your backpack? Yes. My, what's There's the book that book there. about the backpack called? Backpack. So I'm reading a book called Corina and Sabrina that I, I may will may put into the Latinx reads. It's a s- story on a girl in Colorado talking about like her ancestry and stuff being Latinx, Mexican-American. cover. It is a beautiful cover. So yeah, I'm reading that. And then we released our newest issue for Latinx reads. Shout out to Rafa who just pulled out a children's novel titled My Nasty Backpack. Hashtag relatable. I spilled chamoy the other day and water this morning. Oh, baby. So this is my who you got. Don't. It's My Nasty Backpack, a totally gross flat book written by Alia Zobel Nolan. Same. It was illustrated by Marin Roos. Um... It really, Why is he the hunchback of Notre oh. Dame? God damn. Well, that's because the backpack is so heavy. So that was me, like, oh. as a young lad. And the book, re- I mean, it. it's like, it speaks to me. Um, but it's also flappy. And uh, ooh. And so, super me. Sometimes when what I need some What is your actual train. who you got? What, what you been listening rose? to, fool? What do you, I can't use this as my... Okay. What did you say? He got the cornrows. Does he? <gasps> Where? But he got the Caillou cornrows. Caillou. Caillou, like he got Caillou has three <laughs> hairs. Yeah, homeboy got some space. <gasps> Girl, those are in in the 90s. <laughs> I don't have a who you got, so you can skip me. Oh, my God. Megan, do you have one? Um. Or Christian, either one of you. If not, I'm going to skip all y'all. Who do I got? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap this up, sis. Just another edit for Rafa. Yeah, the only thing that I was I've been really into lately, um you know, uh, a couple months ago Dreamville, the record mm. label dropped their collective album. Yeah, that was cool. Dreamville? Is that Oh, you a little J. Cole fan. Don't play. Well, crazy thing is I'm not a really a huge J. Cole fan. So Everyone says when that. When I listened to that album, I was like, oh, this. Without even knowing it. Anyway, go on. Uh, I, the album slapped and I really enjoyed it. So that was surprising. But they have a documentary out on YouTube about the making of that album. And it's really interesting to see. They made the entire album in 10 days. And wow, they basically bought out a studio and like had a lock-in for 10 days and cranked out some amazing music and it was just really fun to watch so if you've got Aww. some time check that out i'm gonna check it out just for you thanks pal um all right well then i guess i will give us our final who the f we got um i've actually kind of been reading more and meditating more come on um but also i've been listening to young ma and black youngster mo more whore whore <laughs> cut it <laughs> so i don't you know i really love balance i love the extremes of things mm-hmm. um and so i am reading bell hooks and listening to black youngster because that's who i am I'm but really i am listening to young ma more i don't think young young ma gives gets enough credit for being um the bad bitch young ma young magan onion the stallion onion <laughs> the scallion anyways this was a great episode we are not delirious because we haven't all been at work for over basically 12 hours at this point um thank you all so much for listening i promise i love y'all this is i promise like y'all had a question i promise you i love you oh god i love you i promise you if you don't hear nothing else i love you Sis, are you going through something? <laughs> you really killed that. I love you. Um, and he, yeah, that was funny. Um, all right. So I'm clearly tired. It's midnight here. And shout out to Rafael, who will be editing, editing this. Shout out to all of you for supporting us. That wraps it up for us here at The Colores Radio. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Subscribe and leave us. A darn review. Like, go to Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars and write up a review for us. We'd love to keep growing, so please share it with everyone you know. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. We could not go on without your support, so please continue to come out to our events, support our businesses, uplift our guests, and tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. You can also find us on our website at thecoloresradio.com. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin. Rafael at Exile. 
and Pat at pat.aragin. Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusti. Our audio editor is Rafael Tamayo. Our intern is Daisy Rincon. Shout out to Christian Hernandez and Megan Mango. Wow. Who am I? <laughs> Beady Papa. <laughs> Megan Mingo here with us. Come to our comedy show next week. We'll see you there. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. We'll see you soon. Email us at decoradoscollective at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Bye. Toodles. See you later. Say bye. Bye. Yo. Decolores Radio. Decolores Radio.